Hey friends, how are you? Been studying this week about the research behind conformity and it's just, it's really insane and just really makes me wonder if no matter what group you're in, can we truly ever escape, you know, being part of a group? And there's these two aspects to it of, um, you know, where you think like there's normative conformity where you just don't necessarily want to stand out and informational where you think, okay, I might be missing something like I don't fully understand everything. So I'll just go along with what people are doing to the extent you can do silly things like turn around when everyone else is turning around because you think we just tend to assume that we might be missing something and everybody else seems to know. Um, I think it's Mark Twain who said, when you realize that, start to notice that you're on their side of the majority start to pause and reflect meaning you often could be conforming and it might not be for good ends um, but I think about it also in terms of when there's large groups you have there's also crazy types of research of what happens when people are in huge groups especially when you can't see somebody's when you can't see people's faces people get can get really violent like together with mobs or even you just, um, that, you know, kind of herd mentality, um, or just, yeah, losing yourself. And I think our, you know, in the space that we're all in, we all are so, um, striving to be an individual and be our own person unique from others. And yet can we escape conformity no matter which kind of group then we're choosing to be like, but I think of something really, um, beautiful um what it means to be an individual in this tar portion we just started a new book um of bamidbar in english it's not really a translation but we call it numbers numbers because the first thing that happens is that god counts the jewish people and it's something really interesting it happens a few times in a, in a sense being counted and like just someone calling me a number um does not make me feel very good i'm not just a number but what's interesting is that right away when God tells um, when God tells Moses to count the Jewish people, Rashi comments the the primary commentary that Hashem counts the Jewish people because they're dear to Him, so He counts them often. So for some reason here, it's an expression of love that He's counting, and I think there's something beautiful in that. Meaning, it's not like it's not that we're each given a number so that you're 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 now a number and you're worthless. It's that. I am counting each of you because you are um, like holy and beautiful and unique and you are your, you have inherent worth. And what you see that in the way, in the words that are used, instead of saying like, take the count, the Hebrew words are lift their heads, which is a fascinating concept, meaning by counting them, lift up each one and show them how precious they are. And I think we say that in Judaism a lot, right? That each person is an entire world, an entire universe. But the Rambam even says you're supposed to see like every act as if your one little action could change the fate of the world, which is kind of insane. But something that I really think is so beautiful that in the Talmud, it says that when you see it, six, when 600,000 Jews are together, there's a special blessing that you say, which is cute that us Jews have a blessing for flipping everything. Um, but this blessing, when you see this, this massive crowd of Jewish people is blessed are you God who discerns secrets. How beautiful is that? Instead of seeing the group as like, oh, you know, blessed are you God who, you know, the masses, you know, who sees the masses or whatever. It's God who sees the secrets, meaning that 
that really we're looked at for who we are inside and our individuality. And even when we're in a group, our own worth and our own uniqueness is like fundamental to the group. So when we're in this massive group, it's about, you know, the d- deep within us, what's going on. So in a sense here, we're seeing like the power of the individual that mobs and groups and just going along with the herd. That's not what gives us our power or our strength. It's our individuality. It's who we are and our worth and our uniqueness. And yet at the same time, I, I always wonder, you know, we live in a culture that values individual individualism which is a little bit different. Individualism is saying my goals um, and my dreams and, and my pursuit of my life and, and or my profits or whatever it is that I'm looking for, which is an awesome thing and I think very appealing. But I, I heard this from Jonathan Sachs where he really kind of um, looks at this week's tarot portion and says, perhaps we're seeing that Judaism values individuality, like your uniqueness, but not necessarily individualism because Collectivism, on the other hand, is all about the group and sometimes calls for conformity. But the balance here really is recognizing your uniqueness as an individual that only you can do and express in your own way, in your path. But recognizing that there are, we do have group goals. We do have a group dream, a group vision um, of the world. And in a sense, that separates us from individualism. So we're part of a group, yet our own being and I think I my one of my favorite things I once heard is that you find your purpose when you can collect, connect what you love doing and in, and what you're needed for or what you know what the world needs you for and I think that's a beautiful way of combining being an individual and and being amongst um, the collective of our people without losing yourself so Shabbat Shalom